everybody, and welcome to another episode of Two Weird Didn't Watch. Uh, this week, coming to you with terrible audio quality. Woo! Because we forgot a cable. Oh, and I trucked all the way over here to Brantley's house for... Which is like, like an hour? Yeah, both ways. Uh, it doesn't actually get shorter going home, Brantley. I don't know if people understand how space works. But, uh... It can actually be longer, depending on the roads laid out. Yeah, it's not, though. It's about the same. But uh, we apologize, but we're going to do an episode anyway, because we're here, and we've missed a week. He has to, you know, excuse the guest somehow. That's correct. Brantley's going to read for us. Go ahead, Brantley. First up, we have Shakma from Sh- 1990. Shakma, like... S-H-A-K-M-A. Shakma. One word. Shakma. Shakma! So... Which, being from the 90s, it better have some terrible theme song. Shakma! A little less James Bond and more ska, but is yeah. This is this uh, like j- Japanese. I want you to go ahead and guess genre. No, it is not. This is American. Oh, this is American. Okay, I'm just gonna go like way out in left field and say romantic comedy because I just saw Fifty Shades of Grey. Also, because '90s is what is it? Get, get, get me go. Get me going with this All description. Right. Sam is a medical student performing an experiment on Shakma. A baboon. Okay. So okay. hopefully you're wrong. I had a medical school run by Professor Sorensen. You know he's the bad guy because he has an ominous last name. Uh, what do we have against Norwegians here? They're ominous. Okay, so <laughs> he's running experiments on a gorilla named Baboon. Shak- oh, I'm there sorry. There is a vast difference between a gorilla a and a baboon. Named Shakma. Shakma. And the lab is run by Professor Sorensen. Yes. I'm not, I don't have a, so this, I'm getting like a Congo, but they actually never go anywhere vibe <laughs> so far. Awesome. Uh, proceed. His experimental drug is supposed to make the creature less aggressive. I wish you just take a stab at How aggressive to... was it to be? It's a baboon! With? They'll Are... rip your face off! Okay. That sounds pretty aggressive. It's fairly aggressive, yes. Also, uh, like their lips fold back over their nose and just expose their teeth, and it's horrifying to look at. Okay, and so they picked this, like, naturally aggressive animal that's uh-huh. not a human, by the way. Maybe human, like, but adjacent. Within the family. To, to test on this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I guess this isn't the worst idea ever. No, this is actually fairly standard practice. Yeah. I mean, you don't really have to start with rats and then move up to more human-like animals, but, you know, whatever. This is closer to a human than a rat. Yeah. Yeah. Also, rats aren't usually that aggressive. But it ends up having the opposite effect, and Sam must euthanize the animal. Just well, that was a short movie. Okay, so uh, moving on to the next is, you one. Know, this is just an emotional piece about it. It's a thought piece <laughs> about how, you know, this can be morally it's wrong. Poetry of, like, what does euthanization mean? Like, does some, this It's like an art house where there's some lovingly shots of fluids going into him. <laughs> <laughs> that night... Sorensen organizes a live-action role-playing game for Sam and his friends. Wait, 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 wait. Which is a twist that nobody, not even the person writing this, was prepared to have. What? So they euthanize a a crazy monkey. Yeah. Who is already a baboon, like, genetically weird. And then they're like, well, we're done with that. Let's all get our foam swords out and go LARPing? No, it's not LARPing. It's the role play. You said live-action role-play. That's what that stands for, Brentley. Not that kind of work, though. The players are issued walkie-talkies to communicate with each other. That's not period accurate. What are they role-playing? Warhammer 40k? What? But the communications must go through Sorensen. 
Because he's the Game Master. I don't get so it. So he's got somehow like he has a switchboard for the walkie-talkies. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they have to send him messages, and then he can approve them and send them to someone else. I guess this, I guess this is like a social experiment he's doing at a medical lab he runs. I don't get what his job is. <laughs> I don't I don't understand this. What? Why? Why any of this? Okay, um, the object of the game is not actually in here, but because I did read another description. The object is, like, Sam's sister is, like, in one of the rooms in the place they work at, and okay. the object is to find her. Okay, so it's like a advanced it's like hide a, and like, like a pseudo-kidnapping happened, and it's, they have to find his sister, and first one who finds her wins. Is it like a sort of giant escape room where there's clues and... Maybe? Well, I want I want that to be the case where he's like, you have to work together, and like there's a chessboard where you have to move the piece and it opens a door, and then that like... But it's also like not a tiny room, so all so across like the campus. That, what, Saw 6? No, Saw 5? I don't remember. Or, like, the first opening game was the... Or, like, the game that's happening in the background of the movie. Like, spoilers, but they were supposed to work together. They could all get out fine, but they were just, like, sacrificing people as they go because they're all terrible, terrible people. Yeah, well, that's all the Saw movies, basically. Yeah. I hate the ones where they can't get out. I don't like the... I don't well, like the unfair games. That's... Yeah, that's the point of half the franchise. Okay. Anyways, we're not talking about that. We're talking about Shockma. Shockma! As the game begins, Shockma wakes up, escapes, and kills Sorensen. So, so glad we set him up to be the bad guy. Because he's just dead. Are they just bad at their job? <laughs> is that what is that what this is? They're just bad at Again, their job? I, I read the thing where he was attached to the baboon. He just had to put it, put it he just had to put it into a coma. Okay. He was supposed to killing it. Because he didn't, he's like, it, the thing didn't ask for what I did to it. It's kind of not okay to just murder it. But now it's loose and killing people because it's a berserker baboon. Okay. With the game master dead... The players can no longer communicate. So that was really just a roundabout way of setting up the ability to communicate. And, and this Even though they could have just not had walkie-talkies. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't get any of this. Not, <laughs> none of this makes any sense. The doors to the offices are all locked, because, you know, they're just playing a game. You can't have people go and break steal and stuff. That right. makes sense. Yeah. So the telephones aren't accessible. Because apparently they don't have any wall-mounted phones in the school. I don't know why they... Eh. Yeah, it doesn't make any Shockma sense. Shockma is able to access the elevators to reach different floors of the medical building. And he hunts them down. So it's also, just a slasher movie with the, the baboon. baboon. But with a really big roundabout way of explaining why they can't just leave. Yeah. Doors are locked. They, they, the guy who had the keys is dead. They stuck. You could just... It, this could literally just be almost anywhere... Like, they're camping or whatever. They're at... They're, they're, and, like, a baboon gets loose from the zoo or something. It's just, like, psychotic for some reason. Yeah. Or, like, he's rabid and got loose before they put him down. Yeah. And then, like, for the next movie, it turns out he's immortal or something because that's how... It's a special should. zombie. Or a special virus. Yeah. But, no, they had to go through this nonsense. It doesn't... They could even still do it inside. Maybe they're like, well, like, we have this building that we want to use. But there's no reason why it has to be this difficult. This big roundabout way just to have this kind of dumb plot. Yeah. Okay, okay. Is that it for the... That's it for Shockma. I'm, I feel like the description has left us, just as the movie is starting to get giant air quotes I'm doing with my fingers, podcast people can't hear. Good. Interesting? Interesting, yeah. Like, now they're actually going to fight something. It's supposed to be in this dumb game? That isn't... Like, do they still have to complete the game? Well, I mean, yeah, they still have to get a fight. I mean, the guy still wants to find his sister. She's locked into a room. And she's like though. a little girl. 
people oh. when I read. She's like a young girl, and she's like, can you bring your sister to this game? Cool. She can just take a nap, I guess. And I'm going to lock her into her room. And you have to find her. He's like, okay. 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 Like, the lead-up to the characters being in this movie would be more interesting than the movie itself, I feel. Just having to convince these people to play this stupid game. Also, I, why? So much why. What do you got next, Brantley? Up next, we have Man's Best Friend from 1993. Okay. So, on the I'm 90s a, for this one. Feeling a pet-type vibe for this one? or is Mostly 90s. Okay, just the 90s. You, that just too, happens to be two movies yeah, with animals? Yeah, that's, that's coincidence. Okay. Kind of like that one we did that was both from the same from 2012 and both werewolves. Okay. Just for werewolves. Also, I assumed, based on the name Man's Best Friend, that it was a dog, but I guess it doesn't have to be. Maybe it's, like, maybe it's about just a guy who has a best friend, and it's another, another person, another human person. It's an art house piece about Wilson, the volleyball. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure, you know, that movie already <laughs> came out yet. <laughs> but whatever. Reporter Lori Tanner, investigating a story about animal cruelty, gains access to a facility where dogs and cats are the subjects of cruel experiments conducted by Dr. Jared. Also, apparently this is about animal experimentation, which had not planned, but all right. Nobody, yeah, also, I gotta say, like, we're cool with whatever cool, cruel, whatever cool animal cruelty, cruel animal experimentation um, that people do on mice or, like, lizards or stuff, but when it's an animal that we have frequent contact with, we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was gonna say... Dogs and cats, no. I've, I've seen some things on, like, cat, on rats that I'm a big, but I do work with rats, like, once a week. But there's, like, the, those rats that they grow in human ears out of their backs. That's just not okay. I don't know. That does sound kind of cool. It's horrifying. Well, if you're, what if you're someone fleshy. who really wants to eat a human ear? you got a whole set of other problems, sir. Um, I'm watching, uh, this is a sidebar, but I am watching the uh, Channel Zero season called Butcher's Block. Mm-hmm. And the, the premise is that there's this family that eats human flesh... And they've also possibly made some deal with a eldritch god that might be linked to the Wendigo or not. We're not sure yet because we haven't got to the end yet. But you see them eating people stuff and you think, well, this is horrifying. But then, like, one of the persons goes into their world and they have plants that have human parts attached to them, like hands. Hmm. So then you, that, at this point I'm asking myself, well, why did they not just eat the hand why do they have to kidnap anybody they have human flesh that they can just use from their plant maybe they just like the thrill that could be too some of them are more I mean once you start eating people it's kind of like a rabbit hole of nuts yeah I guess alright after seeing the conditions of the lab Lori flees the building but mass massive escape dog Max follows her aww escape dog yeah like one of the dogs they were experimenting on escaped and follows her because Oh, I thought you said, I thought it was a, like a hyphenated, like massive escape dog, Max! <laughs> Max, the escape dog! That's kind of Rocket's backstory from Guardian of the Oxy. He was kidnapped, made to be like the um, expert on escape so nobody could escape this island. He's like, I don't want to be here. And then he just left. Yeah, he was a master like escape. The... <laughs> he's just like, you taught me how to leave. Bye! That's... Probably split them off while he left because he's Rocket. I, my frame of reference for this, something I've probably mentioned before, which is a, a movie, I'm sorry, not a movie, should be a movie eventually, about a hamster called uh, I Houdini, uh, which is just about how this hamster would always escape his cage. Yeah. It's told from the perspective of the hamster, 
probably based on this guy who had a hamster that kept getting out of his cage. He's like, gonna write a book about this because it's super annoying and I better get something out of owning this stupid pet. Laurie decides to keep Max as a pet instead of, you know, using him as evidence on her case she's trying to report. But, you know, whatever. Keep the dog. Well, I don't... don't What evidence is there, like... has he had been tattooed with "I belong to cruel animal expert"? I mean, apparently he's in. I don't know. Well, he might have been, but I'm based saying, on the sentence coming up, he probably has something in his genes. Okay, go ahead. But the seemingly lovable canine is a genetically altered dog with unusual abilities and psychotic tendencies that set him on a killing spree. Right. Yeah, it's a murder dog with abilities, which. It's supposed to be, it's probably him being, like, you know, stronger or faster than another dog, but I want him to shoot laser eyes. I don't know how you do that genetically, but the X-Men are a thing. Superman. Well, Superman is... Solar radiation lets him shoot laser vision. Superman's magic. Yeah, he is. Like, they don't say it's because of his genes. It's not like I've got Oh, different... the, first, the very first Superman comic did. Yeah? It's, it has a section called The Science of Superman. Which explains his leaping in tall buildings and single bound to be similar to a grasshopper jumping. I, I, I mean, because it's the forties and just roll with it. Well, and also back, back in the day, he wasn't able to fly, fly like they. He was just sort of like they. They're like he can jump real far. No, what it was is there was a cartoon and animation cost money. So yeah, it's like can we just have him fly instead of making him jump over buildings? Yeah, sure, why not? Who cares? Oh yeah, it's not gonna stick around. <laughs> Forty years later. And he's punching planets. Alright. Oh, was that it? That's it. He got... Okay. He's well, a genetically I'm engineered murder dog. Well, yeah, but I'm concerned for our reporter lady because she has well, an he, attachment to this dog. And he followed her This dog lady. didn't ask to be experimented on. Like, how am I supposed to feel as an audience member? Who am I cheering for here? I can't cheer for him to get shot... Because he didn't ask for this. Basically the premise to Cujo. Up next, we have Bad Moon from 1996. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's a bad moon arising. I have this movie, Brantley, in my list as well. I added it. This is part of of my werewolf coverage. You're supposed to do vampires. No, I have werewolves. I have good werewolf movies. So we can't do this one. Well, we could maybe we could do it together. No, because the whole point is us bouncing back and forth. Okay, fine. Which means we probably can't do this one for a while until one or both of us forgets the basics oh, of man. it. Because this is good. Bad Moon is the okay. Here's the thing. Bad Moon is the best. <laughs> like, it's not funny. It's not, like, there's so few jokes to make about this. Mm-hmm. The, the, well, the one, okay, so the one that I have. This was taken from a, a review. I'm going to read mine, and then you read yours. Okay. So this is, uh, we're, this is a, fir- a first ever thing that has happened to us in To Where Didn't Watch History. Not really. We've had one on your list before that I did. Yeah, but I was planning on doing this one today. Ah. This is going to be the next oh, episode. really? Yeah. This is this is my favorite thing that I've ever read on the show. And we're just I'm just going to read the whole thing. All right. Bad Moon. This came from a review on imdb.com. You have a good life. Nice home, nice yard. But one day a relative comes to visit and you know something's not right about him. You come to find out 
He's a werewolf. The only problem is, you're the only one who knows, and you're a dog. Yours is so much better than mine. How great is that, that description? That is so good. <laughs> I love that. Is that your whole description? <laughs> That's the whole thing. I was Because mine is more detailed, but less fun. <laughs> it's so much less awesome than that. It's just like, it, there's, not, there's almost no jokes to make about that. It's just a great pitch for a story. That... Like, I want the dog perspective of, like, a werewolf who's like, guys, guys, this is a werewolf. And they're like, stop, shut up, get out of here. I have, Ted is working in Nepal when he and his girlfriend are attacked by a mysterious creature. Ted, though brutally maimed, survives. But his girlfriend is not so lucky. How come these, it feels like a lot of these movies start out with one, like, two people getting attacked, one of them dies, the other one survives. Is that my imagination? Okay, I have this one and American War from London. That's, I guess that's the, my other frame of reference. I mean, they're just and possibly things. the f- American version of uh, being human. I can't remember his backstory. Okay. It's a good show. Ted, I already read that. I think you might be right about being human. I saw that one as well. Yeah. To help his recovery, Ted moves close to his sister, Janet, and her son, Brett, but soon realizes he was attacked by a werewolf. He doesn't, like, he doesn't turn or anything. He's just like, wait a minute. That was like he's watching the first wolf, and he's like, you know, I have been wondering about that pentagram that's just hanging out of my chest. That's weird. (laughs) The fact that it was a half man, half wolf has been confusing to me until I've watched any werewolf movie. By the way, I love in the first um, uh, Wolfman movie when they establish that the appearance is a pentagram in a circle, and then they never go. No, then he shows it to his dad, and he's like, any animal could have caused that scar. It's like, what world do you live in? (laughs) Does he ever turn anybody else into a werewolf? No, he just murders them. Okay. Because, like, actually, Larry's the only survivable werewolf attack in the franchise. Without him being, like, locked up somehow or another monster intervening. Yeah. Which is lucky, because he's also really hard to kill in that franchise. <laughs> he keeps coming back. Much to his chagrin. Ted is helpless to stop his transformation, and only Brett's German Shepherd, Thor, is able to see, see that. See, the, 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 the star of my description... But you just filled in, his name was Thor, in case it wasn't awesome enough that this is a movie. They essentially, a lot of the reviews and the descriptions that I read said, this is like Lassie, but if a werewolf was with Lassie. (laughs) Like, Lassie isn't the werewolf. She just knows about the werewolf, and she's trying to let people know. Or he, because it's Thor. It's better because it's a guy. Yeah. Alright. Oh, that's it? Yeah. That's all I have for Bad Moon. That's all we have for Bad Moon. (laughs) Go team. Have Unfortunately, it will not be appearing on the next episode, which will be much shorter and possibly not as werewolf-themed anymore. Well, that'll do it for this week. Again, we apologize for the poor audio quality. Um, we'll try to do better not for the next episode, because we will, are recording these back-to-back. But in the future, at yes. some point, these will not sound crappy. We'll go back to our normal Lofty level of crappiness, crappiness instead of this level of crappiness, apparently. This is below our usual level. Yes. <laughs> oh, you guys are awesome. Thanks so much for listening. If you like the show, tell a friend about it, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye.